we're rolling, we're rolling. We fought all day long. Stay tuned, man. We got something special for y'all today. You're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. To the 10, right to the 5. Scooting in for the score. Touchdown. Welcome to the Full 10 Yards Week 5 NFL Preview with me, Kieran Patterson. Uh, Today... We're taking it with a new format, and we're going to talk about the three most interesting games going into week five. So let's begin. First game up is the undefeated Bills versus the undefeated Titans. This game's very exciting because you know I'm a Josh Allen fan. So we get to see Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill face off to see who gets their first loss of the season. Now, we're going to start with the Buffalo Bills here, as I'm a Patriots fan there in our division, and we're going to talk about Josh Allen specifically to start with, because I think behind maybe just Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers this year, he is definitely an MVP candidate. Now, he's thrown 12 touchdowns with one interception and 122.7 passer rating. In every game this season, I know there's only like four they've played, but he has thrown no less than 280 yards. And in three of those games, he's thrown for over 300, and in one of them, he threw for 400. So, Josh Allen, props to you, my man. You are doing amazing. I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. (laughs) You know, he's got Stefan Diggs out there and Singletary in the backfield to really help him. Stefan Diggs has gone off 403 passing yards and two, sorry, receiving yards and two touchdowns. Also backed by John Brown with two touchdowns and Cole Beasley with a single touchdown. Singletary's got a solitary touchdown out of the backfield as well, but both players are doing amazing. Also, the Bills' defense has been absolutely fantastic with the, this year. With guys like Trey White, Michael Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and Matt Milano just really tearing it up on the field. This is going to make it very hard for the Titans, who's the team we're going to get on to now. Now, Ryan Tannehill, you know I'm very big on him. And, you know, just how he's played recently, he's... Um, You know, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room with the Titans, though, which is that they broke the COVID protocol recently, and there was actually a lot of umming and ahhing about whether this game was going to happen. Whoever, you know, the guys who are guilty do need to be punished because it's very irresponsible and sets a bad example for the rest of the league. But let's just get into the football. Tannehill, after last year, I... Look, I was very high on him last year. A lot of people said Derrick Henry carried him or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, last year, over seven games, he had the same amount of touchdowns as Patrick Mahomes. And that's no easy feat. Um, 26 touchdowns in seven games, I believe it was, to round out the season before they hit the postseason. They made that great run at the uh, AFC Championship game. Now, we do need to bear in mind as well, uh, coming into this game, no AJ Brown. So you're going to see a lot of Joe Smith and Khalif Raymond and Corey Davis. Corey Davis, <laughs> he, you know, is a god right year for this guy. He's really balling out recently. 137 yards in a TD um, recently. Uh, also, Khalif Raymond, 118 receiving yards in their last game. Joe Smith, uh, 181 yards and two TDs recently. So he has been killing it and Jonu Smith's a guy I said before the season this guy is an elite top level tight end watch out for him um Ryan Tannehill's stats have been you know not 
as top level as Josh Allen's, but six touchdowns, one pick, 105.8 pass rate, and actually 806 yards on the season so far, which, you know, he's he's on track to have a big season uh, yards-wise. Same with Allen. Now, in terms of the uh, Titans' defense, it's not been the best. I mean, we saw them struggle against... Uh, I, well, I can't say my nickname for Drew, <laughs> Drew Locke. It's a little bit rude. Um, but they had a great showing against the Broncos to start the season, despite Gostowski's troubles. And But their defense does need to shape up. Now, they have absolute studs like Christian Fulton in the secondary who can shut down a lot of the passing game. But they've got to be careful because Josh Allen can sling it. That guy can just put the ball anywhere on the field. I mean, I'm pretty sure he can throw 80, 80 yards uh without even winding up properly. So the dude's got arm talent, and he's also athletic, so maybe need to QB spy him a lot this game, just to keep him contained. So, the most important part of this, who am I picking to win? Now, I've got the Bills winning 34-21, to just on the basis that, you know, I think Josh Allen's really going to give Russell Wilson a run for his money in the MVP voting this year. He's definitely looking at Offensive Player of the Year, and this is going to be a hell of a game. I'm taking the Bills winning, and I don't want them to win because obviously they are division rivals, and every win they take when we take losses, it just them further to the playoffs and pushes us further out of them but I predict the Bills will probably finish this season you know about 13 and 3 I don't think there's many teams they can't beat this year so yeah Bills 34 Titans 21 and the Bills move to 5 and 0 and the Titans move to 3 and 1 now next up we have the 1 and 3 Broncos versus the 2 and 2 Super Bowl six-time Super Bowl champions New England Patriots. Um, Good news, Drew Locke is practicing. A guy uh, like Josh Allen, I was very big on, thought he was going to be fantastic this season. Obviously, he's been injured, and that's that's tough to see. He's a very likable guy. He's a very talented player, and it it was a shame he got injured. So, uh, Brett Rippon is, you know, he's the starter I'm pretty sure of right now. Um, 242 yards, uh, two touchdowns, three picks against the Jets. Um, Drew Locke is practicing, though, so, you know, you you never know. But uh, as far as we know right now, Brett Rippon is starting. Melvin Gordon has gone off this season since Philip Lindsay went down with injury. 281 yards, three three TDs was absolutely fantastic. Uh, But Paul Noah Fan, a guy who I think was going to be amazing in the offense, actually very limited last week against the Jets. Five receptions, 35 yards. Hopefully he can compete against the Patriots secondary. Well, not hopefully for me, but for the Broncos, hopefully he competes against the Patriots secondary. But the Broncos are not out of weapons. They still have guys like Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick who, who can open up the Patriots defense. Now, do I think they... Be able to open them up as well as other teams? No, not necessarily. Uh, but the Patriots is an elite defense. Um, it's it's hard to play up against them. Now we'll get onto the Patriots before we get into the nitty gritty. Hoyer is probably starting, and as a Patriots fan, that pays me because against the Chiefs, he was terrible. I have never seen a quarterback performance that bad before by a man who wasn't named Nathan Peterman. He was terrible. Stidham came on and had flashes. I know he threw the two picks but one of them was Edelman's fault and the other one was just him trying to get it up there while we were down the Chiefs cheated to win that game let's be honest they they had that weird inter, 
interception fumble that wasn't called and they just immediately punted before the refs could even look at it. I think that's disgusting behavior personally and they should may- maybe ha- have some punishment from the league. But, you you know, you think I'm a Patriots fan, so whatever. You probably think we cheat. Anyway, so uh, hopefully Stidham starts, even though they're saying Hoyer is the starter for now. Now, no Gilmore because... Uh, yeah, he's got COVID. This is bad. Now, the the likelihood of Cam being back is, is high at the moment because of his COVID test, but also we're not sure. As we know, as of recording, Hoyer will be starting. I'm, you know, I want Stidham to start. So we're, we're going we're gonna to look at what can change the game for the Patriots if they don't have the offensive weapons they are used to. So the Patriots defense is going to be the difference maker, especially if Brian Hoyer can't get things going. I don't think he will. Um, you know, if if Cam Newton starts, we're definitely winning. Um, I'm not going to bet against Cam. He's been absolutely fantastic this year. But if Hoyer starts, we are going to lose. <laughs> I mean, maybe Brett Rippon's not there great either, but... I do think this is going to come down to a battle of the defences. Obviously, the Patriots have one of the best defences in the league we have done for the past 20 years. Uh, and that's just how Bill Belichick likes to build squads. Uh, obviously, we're going to be missing to find Gilmore. But a player that is slept on so much is JC Jackson, who is one of our other starting corners. That guy is an absolute animal. Also, Kyle Duggar and McCourty have been a great safety tandem. Making some good tackles, even though uh, Kyle Duggar has made a few mistakes. Now, if Cam is starting, I'm predicting 24-21 to to the Patriots. Without him, I can see this game, you know, uh, just being 14-7 to to the Patriots, maybe. It's not going to be a fun game if, if Cam Newton isn't starting um so let's just assume cam is starting and we will say patriots 24 broncos 21 and now on to a game that's probably going to be one of the most interesting of the season here we are guys the one and three vikings versus the four and oh seahawks let russ cook number one mvp candidate this year besides you know my boy josh allen um Let's break this down, and we'll start with the one and three Vikings. Cousin looks terrible. Six touchdowns, six picks, 85.5 QB rating. But the bright spot on the team has been Dalvin Cook, 424 yards, six touchdowns on the season. Phelan looked half decent last week, 114 yards in a tub. You know, 284 yards, four tubs on the season for Phelan. But Justin Jefferson has been looking amazing. 103 yards last week, 400, uh, sorry, 341 and another tub on the year. Look, Cousins has looked terrible. The Vikings need to get better. Even while like Ngokwe has picked up four sacks on the season so far. The Vikings still look bad, and it is 90% the offense's fault. Cousins has not looked good. He has He's looked slow. His throws have been off. He's been inaccurate. He's looked like scared of pressure, and honestly, it's, it's not something you're used to seeing because they've paid him all this money, and he generally has been quite good. So, 
uh, you know, I <laughs> guys, I really don't like the Vikings in this game. It, it, they've, oh, I don't, I don't like them at all. I doubt they even, you know, if they score a touchdown, it's Dalvin Cooks, to be honest, or Justin Jefferson, maybe with a lucky receiving touchdown. But let's get to the bright spot of this game, and that is the Seattle Seahawks, whose motto this season, which is paying off so far, is let Russ cook. 1,285 yards, 16 touchdowns, 2 picks, 143.1 passer rating. Oh my god, Russell Wilson has looked amazing. Now, don't get me wrong, he struggled against the Finns. But, uh, you know, not everyone has a good time playing the Dolphins. They are not an incredible team, but they give people fits sometimes. And like I said, that defense is good. It's not a bad defense. Yeah, they've struggled, but that's because the offense can't always get it going. Just why I need to ask, ask uh, Andy Moore, if you're listening, when are we going to see Tua? Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll talk Seahawks for now. Metcalf has looked amazing. 403 yards, three touchdowns. David Moore, 173 yards, two tubs. Tyler Lockett, 298 yards, four tubs. Uh, and Carson, Chris Carson, the running back, has rushed for 237 yards and two tubs. So the Seahawks have just looked impressive all around. Bobby Wagner's looked great. Both the Griffin brothers on defense have looked very, very solid. And Seattle are just a great team right now. They've got Jamal Adams. Uh, he might be out, actually, this game. But Jamal Adams, one of my favorite players in the entire league. Let's go, Tigers. But we need... This game is not a good game for the Vikings. I think they're probably going to slide to 1-4 and four here, and unless they can get something going soon, which, given current rates, I don't think they can, they are probably going to miss out on the playoffs. Now, I'm not saying they are not a playoff-caliber team, but when your starting quarterback, who you've paid bags and bags and bags of money, can't get anything cooking, well, that's just poor form. Come on, guys. You need this... You need... Kirk Cousins to play a lot better than he's playing, especially for the money you're paying the man. Now, I'm predicting this will probably be a bloodbath because the Seahawks are letting Russ cook. He, you know, he put five passing touchdowns against the New England Patriots, the best defense in the league. This guy is unstoppable. I think he is the MVP candidate as well. I mean, he he's just done fantastically. And I said at the beginning of the season, Seahawks are a lock for the Super Bowl this year. I don't think anyone in the NFC even comes close, except maybe Green Bay, which let's just talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. He said the other day, I haven't, what I have as an off year is a career year for most quarterbacks. Now you've got to admire the bulls on that, man. That is an absolutely fantastic take to have. And I, I you know, I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers in the past. I think he's a bit of a, Maybe a bit of a crybaby at times, but he really erased it with that comment. I really like that. He's come out of a lot of balls, said what a lot of people, um, probably what a lot of people were thinking, actually. You know, I, I, I take any bad thing back I've said about Rodgers. He has been absolutely amazing. So so props to him. Um, yeah, this, this game's probably, you know, I would say a shutout, but... You know, the Vikings always manage to put someone up there. Dalvin Cook is a dangerous running back. One of the best in the league. So, here is the score. Vikings 13, Seahawks 34. Yes, it's that bad. I'm sorry, guys. It's, if you're a Seahawks fan, you love me. If you're a Vikings fan, you hate me. And I understand. Uh, 
But that's the free games for today. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? If you want to come find me and disagree, uh, I am on Twitter at DCCYTFootball. And if you want to follow the rest of the guys on Twitter too, if you follow at Full10Yards, that is the number 10, not the word 10, uh, Full10Yards on Twitter and Full10Yards CFB for the college guys. Now, just for a couple shout-outs here, my colleague at AJMore21, Andy, uh, and his Dolphins podcast at DolphanUK underscore pod, that is D-O-L-F-A-N-U-K underscore P-O-D. Uh, over on Twitter, their latest episode starring the Extra Yard Weekly host and British board, board broadcaster Nat Coombs is out. Uh, and I, I do have a question for Andy. When are we going to see Tua? I'm excited to see that guy get started. Maybe it's let Tua cook season in Miami. Maybe we'll wait and see. I'm saying week eight. We'll see what those guys have to say. Um, Shout out to Rob as well, who on Twitter is at FFBritBaller, that is F-F-B-R-I-T-B-A-L-L-E-R, and the full 10 yards fantasy guys. Uh, the end of his fourth, first quarter article has just dropped, also full 10 yards on YouTube, guys. Anyway, I have been Kieran Patterson. Those are my predictions. We'll catch you on the full 10 yards Instagram at full 10 yards for Kieran's Corner. Over the weekend, I'll give you some more explanations, the stories I like, the stories I don't like, and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com. 